for me it depends on the artist honestly mm. because Jay, mm. Drake coming to the game man it's it's prevalent in his bars and how he even does everything he he has a chip on his shoulder Yo, what's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy Tiro, and welcome to another episode of Maintain the Design. I got the boys Kenisa and Pat Faded in the building. What you boys saying? Uh, yo, man, it's just happy to be here, and I'm excited for this topic. Like, I've literally been tweeting about this topic for like the past, like, like, uh, like since both the drops, man. So even yeah, before the Donda yeah. drop. So you know, I'm one of those guys that stayed up for all three listening parties. So. Yeah. Um I've got a lot to say, you know, about both these projects. Yeah. And yourself, Kanisa, bro, how you doing? I'm I'm chilling, I'm chilling, bro. I'm just excited to get into this thing. It's been a yeah. has heavily contested topic. You know? So I'm just yeah, I'm excited. Bro, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy about this topic is that it's been blowing up the group chats like <laughs> till today, bro. Like Homies are fighting, homies are arguing. It's just been mad. Like, what's your guys' take on, like, this whole drop or the two drops that have happened over the past two weeks? And what's your guys' outlook on everything that's happened up to now? Oh, man. Um, look, I think, firstly, the, the the issue of... The contested issue is, can you compare Drake and Kanye West? You know? In mm. some aspects, yes, you can. And in some aspects, no, you can't. Um in the in the aspect that they're both hip hop artists, and they both occupy the lane of hip hop, and they both have occupied the lane of pop to some extent, yeah, yeah. you can compare the two. But the fact that Kanye is a producer, um, and is far more like musically involved in the creative process than Drake is, like for me, changes the whole ball game altogether. Um, yeah stuff that's happened okay let's let, let, let's take it all the way back to the emotional t- turmoil donda put me through bro you know i i sat through mm-hmm. all those all those listening parties which were all which were all amazing just waiting for this thing to drop you've got random characters like justin Leboy tweeting expected to drop like at hot boss 10 um uh, Central African time or whatever, Eastern time or whatever. Um, random dudes yeah. with like 500 accounts, uh, 500 followers in the accounts that just seem to know so much about this project. For it to just finally drop on a random Sunday, you know? Then we've yeah. got, yeah. Then we've got uh, Drake, who, look, I, I wasn't really excited about Certified Level Boy. Just the concept of it, I I wasn't so sure about it. But because it's a Drake project, I love Drake and yeah. I love Kanye. You know, I was uh I was looking forward to it, but not something just something felt off about it. I don't know. But you know, mm. the next thing we hear, okay, Drake's released a date on um uh, uh on ESPN, you know, saying CLB dropping September 3rd. Yeah. In my mind, after listening to Donda, I thought, geez, if this is a competition thing, 
Drake is going to have to go back to the drawing board to be able to compete with us because I was very impressed. I was mm. one of the guys off the bat was just thoroughly impressed by Donda. Um, but what's going through my mind when I see that is, okay, firstly, I don't know if he's ready to drop drop a tape. And secondly, um, I'm used to this thing now of artists saying they're going to drop and not dropping because Drake said he was going to drop in January, but didn't drop. You know, yeah. Um, so... I'm thinking, nah, it's not going to come out on Friday. Maybe it's a single. Then, okay, we see that album art, the pregnant lady uh, emojis. I'm still thinking that's not going to be the official album art. That's just going to be some promo. And then, boom, album comes yeah. out. It's it's 21 songs. Donda is 27 songs. And we have two projects out. So, um, you know, that's just my take on how I was feeling leading up to the dates. I don't know... Um, what, what how Kanisa was feeling about you know the anticipation to like the build up to these two projects. I was I was excited for both. I'm a through and through Drake stan. Like I bro, when it comes to Aubrey Drake Graham, I'm I'm, I'm like his biggest yeah. fan. And then when when Donda dropped, actually let me say it like this: when they both dropped, what I paid attention to first and foremost was the rollout. Most Kanye did yeah. the. These, the stadiums and actually performing. My problem with that was it just took way too long. Like like Pat was saying, how he got everyone's hopes up, kept disappointing us, bringing us hopes up, and then you know the thing wasn't dropping. And then if you compare it to Certified Level Boy, the rollout was clean. The billboards were there. He's like third of September, third, and then it 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 came. Now, if we yeah. want to talk about the 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 music, that's another chat. But I was always excited for both. Mm. From day yeah. one. I'll be very honest with you, gents. Like, I think, you see when Donda dropped, like, there was actually a point where I got over it. I think I was anticipating it. I was excited for the album, like, as the build-up was happening and as the marketing campaigns were happening and whatnot. And I was even commending Kanye, saying, like, look, man, like, this guy's actually a great marketer. You know what I'm saying? Because the way that he was like rolling out this album was absolutely amazing. But then in the back of my mind, I was just like, the marketing is amazing, but I hope that it meets like my expectations in my head, because when the marketing is that, is that great, then in your head, you already kind of set like a set expectation. Mm. Like this has to be like ultimately crazy. Yeah. So I think the first listen that I gave the album, it didn't meet that expectation from like, I was like, it's really good, but it didn't, I don't know. I think it's because I was expecting something like so super crazy. Mm. And I don't know, maybe I didn't receive it the way that I thought that I would receive it based on like the marketing, you know, and the rollout of the album. Mm. Um, I guess that's also because I didn't actually pay attention to the listening parties as well. I actually wanted to just hear the album when it came out. So maybe that had something to do with it, Mm. but it didn't meet that expectation. But as time has gone on, I think, the more I've been listening to it, the more I can appreciate it. And the more that I'm picking up gems, you know, I actually like really love the production. And as time is going, I think it's growing on me. I think it's just an album that's going to take me some time to like kind of adjust to. Same. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, now now we're at the point where we can give up our, our honest opinions about the projects. Um, yeah. Look, I... I this is probably 
this might be tied for my favorite Kanye West project. And uh, yeah, I don't yeah. have uh, like lots of people like my beautiful dark twisted twist, twisted fantasy. Um, I'm more of the life of Pablo guy. So for me, mm-hmm. it's, like in terms of Kanye projects, and I don't look at it as best album. I look at I simply look at albums, which albums that I listen to the most. And which albums, you know what I mean? That's the only way I can, I, I look at yeah, yeah. which which albums had an impact on me. And I think The Life of Pablo is going to tie with Donda for number one. I'm only going to give three. And then Jesus uh, would be my would be my number two. And then, um, no, Graduation yeah. would be my number two. And then Jesus would be my number three. Um, Donda is spectacular, bro. I, I just think... Um, it's a lot to process, but there's so many things mm. he did just so well. For starters, there was a concept throughout the whole project. Um, I really felt the loss of his mother. I really felt yeah. um, him wanting to gloriously um, honor the life of his mother by, you know, being a good Christian and being by, being the best person he possibly could he possibly can. I felt like all those themes strongly like conveyed throughout the project. I thought the fact that like, yeah. I didn't even hear drums on this project was kind of like cutting edge. Um, I mm. thought the fact that you can, you can do 500,000 plays in a week with no swear words on, in a Christian themed album. Yeah. That's mad. As a rapper. That's rap actually mad. That used to talk about bleaching booty holes. This this is um that shows transformation and that shows bravery, bro. That shows bravery because yeah, you know, yeah. um it's tough, it's competitive. Music is extremely competitive. Like people are gonna either like it or they're not gonna yeah. like it. And for you to go out into a world that's becoming progressively less religious, progressively less accustomed mm. to like spirituality and stuff uh, uh stuff like that, it's particularly in a in a in a uh in a lane, in a in a genre like hip hop, you uh you made you you made a very brave decision, you know, and I think I looked at I read yeah. it I read the I read I read two reviews I think I read the Pitchfork review and I read the Certified Lover review, um thought they were unfair, and I think look in terms of critics, Kanye, if Kanye wanted to impress critics, he would have left all the sex offenders out of the tape. And all the women abuses out of the team. Mm. But it's yay, he yeah. does things and I'll never understand why he does them. My view is that he did it to be controversial. And I think the tip would have yeah. had a far bigger impact um than it than it did with uh than w- w- without all of that. And even considered like he he still he still managed to show up, man, in in, in a big way. Um yeah. my yeah. favorite dude I have to, I have so many just favorite songs on the tape. Like just like so many because you'll wake up and you're like, you'll want to listen to this project. When you go to sleep, you'll want to listen to like a different sort of song. It's just a different sort of song yeah. um, for a different sort of mood. And each, each song has a message. And that's what I appreciated about this tape. Meaning is, is, is ha, ha, has, doesn't have a place in hip hop like it used to, you know, in the streaming era. It's all mm. about uh, 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 yeah. who can make the hits. I'm going to the hits. The guy that's supposed to make the hits disappointed me. I'm not gonna lie. 
Um, yeah, Drizzy, yeah. Drizzy disappointed me with Certified Lover Boy. Um, there were, there, I'm gonna show you the songs I like. Um, because there's so few, yeah. I can name them for you. Let me just find some of Apple Music real quick. Um, but off the top of my head, I liked Poppy's Home. Um, yeah, I liked Fair Trade. I liked um, I liked uh, uh, the one the, the the no friends in the industry. I mm-hmm. kind of liked TSU, kind of, and I kind of like Shannon. Don't forget Coach. fountains. Hey, oh fountains! I'm I saying like, don't forget fountains. I like fountains because of Tim's though. Yeah, fountains. Fountains is brazy. I think that's yeah. like top fountains two for me. You only live twice. No. Ah, yeah, you guys didn't mess with Young it's, it's debatable. I don't like that song. It's debatable. It's debatable. I, like I think it's. I think it's it there. Essential. I think it's there. Race my mind. I think it should have been off the album. Seven a.m. on Bridal Path is probably his worst timestamp song. Um, Knife Talk was okay, man. It was okay. Uh, Pipe Down. Nah. Yeba's heartbreak. Yep. Yeah, that was that was nice. That that was nice. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I'm not gonna go back to it. The remorse? No pads. pads. I don't like what you say. I yeah, wasn't bro. feeling the remorse, bro. Like I mean Drake's done tracks <laughs> you... like that better than he did on this tape. Do you know what I mean? That is um, true. Um the 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 converse argument could be that Kanye has done better stuff on his previous work of the current stuff he's done now. No, Bro, their tracks. I could Bro, I think argue. You know what I think? Kanye's occupied on Donda. That he's this man. This man went gospel on a drill joint. Who who's doing? Who's doing that, bro? Kanye's never ventured into popular people. He's never ventured into drill. (laughs) He's never done that before. Um, Doug, that track twenty four. I've never heard him go gospel like that, bro. That's a pure gospel track. Pure gospel. And it and it slaps. It's you, better you know, than anything from Jesus is King. It's better than anything from. I'm talking about you know take going the gospel route. Um, it, it's different, bro. Like this Donda is just like a, do you know what's do you know what's yeah. actually you know what's messed up about um, Kanye doing gospel? What for someone that actually listens to gospel? Yeah, it sounds so. It sounds so. I don't know how to say it. I don't want to say booty cheeks, bro. But it sounds so. Oh, it's oversimplified. Okay. If you listen to actual yeah. like gospel, I okay. guess I guess that's why um most people in the world gravitate towards it because it's more accessible. Ah, uh, you know. Mm. Okay. Someone, you know, the people that do feel guilty about not listening to gospel, then you have Kanye doing a gospel song. It's okay. so accessible for them. But then if you actually yeah. have, I never, actually I never thought, thought about, about it. From that if you listen to, dude, gospel is musically complicated. I put it on the same level as jazz. Yeah. So for Kanye to like strip mm. it down and then over and oversimplify it, it's very difficult to get into it. It just sounds like a a badly done version of Donnie McClurkin or Israel Houghton or you know. Bro, that's actually mad. Like that's I never actually, actually like, about that. something crazy that you just said that. Because like I think a lot of times, like when people like talk about gospel music, right? They talk about it like it's just this simple thing, like that's just there. But like when you actually think about it, bro, like sonically and 
in terms of like instruments and production and stuff, gospel is actually one of like the most complicated genres out there. I get oh, what you're saying. I actually completely get you. So it's like for the for for like Kanye's last three drops, when it comes to everyone saying like, wow, this is the best gospel I've listened to, it makes me just feel like you guys didn't want to listen to the actual gospel because I mean, like I said, it's like jazz. It's you, you, no one no one can relate to something that complicated and that's so far out of reach. Mm. I guess it's a it's a co it's a con and it's a pro because now he can bring people in. Mm. He he not dumbs it down, but he just makes it that people can relate to it better. Word, but Damn, sonically, sonically, I've never deep I've yeah. never deep that. In the end, but Kanye is also not trying to be a gospel artist. He's trying to infuse gospel into hip hop. You know, so mm. it's never going to sound like purest gospel stuff it's just like hip-hop never really sounded like jazz but they started chopping jazz songs to make hip-hop you know what i mean so it's i'd understand to someone that Mm, mm. listens to gospel must have been like how how our timers and stuff reacted when they first heard hip-hop like what the yeah true they ruined the song you know sort of vibe yeah so i can imagine how you know, as a person, because I don't listen to much gospel, but only gospel I really listen to is like, is like Kirk Franklin. You know what I mean? Mm. I never grew up listening to, to, I listen to basically every other genre except for gospel in my house. Yeah. And Kirk Franklin, even Kirk Franklin, you could argue that's mainstream yeah, gospel. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe well. what, what Kinesa could tell me about Kirk Franklin, you know? Because that's what, that's the only good no, gospel I listen to. Yeah, you know, but he's elite. But, I, but then, <laughs> yeah. like, you. Yeah, oh, but like I can't even. It, it, it was about to be Kirk Franklin versus Kanye West for like two seconds. Never <laughs> <laughs> even get there. But uh, yeah, in terms of just Donda, just listening to it, I'm with I'm with Tato. First listen, it it didn't hold me. Mm. You know, if you compare it to his past works, I mean, like his, I think his production even went down. Not necessarily in terms of like techniques, and I think he. I think it's a very minimalist project. Mm. Like you said, he took away all the choirs, all the he took away all the glitz and glamour, and he made it straight to the point because I think his main focus wasn't sonics; it was the message. Mm. Mm. Oh, but I so love how it's me it, to, it chills sonically. Also, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it like it, he it, his his. I think his vision. It does really in. sink. It does really oh, sink. In. So, so maybe it wasn't like maybe you know. And I sometimes have this argument with producers. You know, sometimes producers do too much on a beat. And I'm like, dog, this Mm. is not about, this is not your, okay, and I'm speaking from a rapper's perspective. I'm like, yo, this is not about showing off your production skills. This is about making it easier for me to rap on this beat and and enjoyable for the listener. So I think the fact that he stripped Mm. it down so much, he left room for the melodies also. That's such a, it's such a melodic album. Like I'll be in the kitchen just thinking yeah. about make me new again, make me new again. You know, I, I'm hearing it when I walk in places and I've never experienced a Kanye album like that. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the, I don't know. I'm in town today. I was just thinking about, what was it? What, what's this? What's the song? Oh, no, no. Let's think about the first week I listened to it. I couldn't stop the words. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Oh, yeah. They're like sort of just, they were in my head, bro. Everywhere I went, we're going to be okay. And what beautiful words to be in your head. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah. So I think the fact that he he toned the production down a bit, um, exercised a bit of that minimalism, as Kinesa said, actually may have actually enhanced the impact of the production. You know? Yeah. And and what's your guys' take on Kanye? Like, um, well, there have been rumors that he's like chopped certain people's verses. We do know that he did take um, Chris Brown's verse off of the track. Well, what's your guys' opinion on that? And do you think it's th- the right or the wrong thing to do? I think Kanisa can go first. Yeah, with, with that, it makes sense. As as the guy that usually gets chopped off of people's albums, it hurts. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, It's annoying. It's frustrating. <laughs> but um, I guess you have to... Kanye, what, Kanye, Kanye West is basically an executive producer of his own albums. So he he looks at the overall vision of the project. And if you and your verse, no matter how good it is, doesn't really invoke those emotions and those feelings that he's envisioned, he's not going to put you on. And yeah. I understand that. I understand. It just, it just, yeah, like I said, you get salty, bro, especially when you put in work. Because that Chris Brown verse was hard. Soldier Boy, good. Okay, that nigga can stay out. But that Chris <laughs> Brown verse was, was actually a hard verse. Even the Andre 3000 yeah. one. Now that one, I think that would have been the track of the album had it stayed on, that to be honest. Me, that, made I think me the best Don, song. that made me listen to Donda again. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. If he yeah, cut nah. this out, what is his vision? What is his plan? And then we found out the real, Bro, we found I, out the real reason for it. I, don't know, I just think you don't, need to be a, you don't need to be an asshole about it, bro. Like, okay, I, I fully, That's my I fully understand cutting people out. But I don't think Kanye has the highest EQ in the world, or maybe he does, but mm. he's just—he's not that—he's not the most considerate person. I think you know. Yeah. So I think probably those guys wouldn't have mind being cut off the album, but if he kept it one hundred with them, you know, they, from yeah, the beginning up until drop day. If I was about to cut you from an album, I'd let you know that you weren't going to be on the album. You're not mm. supposed to find that out on drop day. Is my opinion because yeah. that's kind of shitty. Yeah, my, but you'd my be surprised, idea. my boy. Oh, you'd be surprised. It happens so often. It's, so, it's crazy. It's not, but why can't guys just be men about it and yo know, have respect? Does have enough respect? Tell and me just be straight up that I'm not gonna because a couple of years ago, before I even started getting to rapping seriously, like I wrote, I wrote the song for this dude. He's um he's a producer in a in New York. Um. And, yeah. and it was like a it was like a Afrobeat track. And he was like, yo, bro, I like what you did. He 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 messaged me and be like, I like what you did on this, but unfortunately it's like I'm not gonna go with it. It's just not uh what I'm looking for. But like keep it up, sort of vibe. You you don't mm. need to like, you know, rewrite four verses to make the perfect verse and and then you know, send it over, Kanye says. Bro, especially when you're working with someone like Chris Brown, bro. Like that guy's like a hit making machine, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's a that guy's a big deal. Yeah. He's not like some small kid that he's giving an opportunity or whatever the case may be. I mean, yeah. even if he didn't like the way that the verse was delivered from Chris Brown, they could have communicated that to. I'm sure Chris Brown is professional enough and has enough experience to know how to adjust Bro. to something that somebody might want from a production perspective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or you just keep it 100 with them. Just let him know, hey, man, this is dope, but the, plan, I'm not the plan's it. changing. A guy like Chris Brown mm. is not supposed to find out on drop day that he's not on the album. Like, don't do that, bro. Like, you're showing a dude that yeah, you're showing a dude that you have no respect for him. 
you don't respect them enough to tell them fully, yeah. that your work is kind of okay. What's your it, opinion? It, it has it has like, what it is, I think it's just it's 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 one of those things, especially in the industry. Yeah, like most people don't know that they're gonna show up on the feature. They do, they'll do the feature, they get paid for it, but ultimately it's well i'm not sure let me not use kanye as an example because he's he does whatever he wants but in in general in music your label will choose or your manager will choose so you your say is very limited so on drop day even you sometimes you as the artist you have actually no idea because you sent it into the label the label is like okay cool we're gonna get it mastered for you or you're gonna you know, or they make those executive decisions because at the end of the day, they gave you the money. They they invested in you. So it's like they choose. So as an artist, I think when someone comes out, when someone drops and you're not on their thing, I don't think it's a thing where you should feel like, oh, they slighting you or they think you're trash or they think your verse was trash. It could have been an executive decision. could have been a creative decision. You know, I, but, I just think it happens yeah. so often to almost everyone. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's should just it a, happen? It's just the thing we should it happen is the question. Yeah, yeah, from a, from a, from a, from that's a, another chat. That's, that's why I think that's what we're getting at. From an emotionally intelligent perspective, I don't think it should happen. But then again, like the music industry is a cutthroat industry, so I get it from that perspective. But still, I just feel like it could have been handled in a better way. And that's what you know. And what that's how so many relationships in the industry just get thawed, just from just from pure mm. poor pure not giving a shit about the next person yeah, every space communication as well every space you have to yeah you mm. have to communicate there we go and communication is a way of showing someone that you have some respect for them you know communication yeah, is important in, in, in everything and i think there was a clear lack of communication here um yeah where, another thing is i also in the world of kanye west i don't know what's real and what's not so I don't know. If, I, yeah. I don't even know if Soldier Boy is part of Kanye's PR plan. You know, <laughs> true. Honestly, <laughs> but it worked in his favor. Very true. Now, yeah. Right? Not legit, bro. So what you say, bro? That guy, like the way the man's mind works, yeah. is, is different. Like I wouldn't rule that out. You know, just like you know, I, I was speaking to my cousin about the, the the divorce between Kim K and Kanye. I'm like, dog. I wouldn't be surprised if this is even another PR. <laughs> Then look, they get married again at, yeah. his, at his listening party. <laughs> yeah, that is wild. It's mad. It yeah. is wild. He's, it's mad, bro. He's, he is a genius. But also in terms yeah. of that, yeah, in terms of that it? communication thing, yeah, that's that's a stark difference to Drake. Now watch how Drake does. That's why everyone from athletes to artists to businesses they mess with Drake because Drake knows how to be courteous. He knows how to yeah. communicate. Like people, people just see this nigga as a nice guy. He just, that's, I think that's, if we, because this is a versus at the end of the day. Mm. If we get a versus Mm. in terms of what Drake would do would drop your song as a single in a mixtape, not on his album, but he would still drop a song. And if he doesn't, he'll sample it, 40 will chop it up. You will still get your royalties. You'll still get your shout outs. Drake doesn't, Drake gives people his flowers, which is why I, I, I appreciate that dude a lot. And I think he'll let you know, he'll let you know that. He's not a, you know, that you're not going to be on it. For example, Jennifer Lopez mm. was supposed to be on Diva Rhythm. Let me check. Yeah. Rhythm. Yeah, that was supposed to be J-Lo. J-Lo, J-Lo talked about it in an interview but, between with Ellen on Ellen DeGeneres. But he mm. let her know. Well, I think he let her know. 
I like yeah, to think he let her know because I think he let her know because he was at that point he was smashing Georgia, so he had to, you know, give her Ali you Yo. Yo, <laughs> this game. But Jet, do you think that that that's a reflection in Drake's career in terms of like because I had an argument. We had an argument in the group chat today. And some of the homies are saying that Drake doesn't push boundaries enough as much as Kanye, right? No, he doesn't. But my... You don't no. think so? Here's my thing. I feel as if, like... Because people will call it, he's a culture vulture, he's this, he's that. But I feel like he's always trying to experiment. Even if that means featuring people from other genres or whatever the case may be. Like I, I think that takes a lot of guts to do that and still execute. That's just my opinion. Uh, I don't know, man. All the sounds... I feel like that's pushing a boundary. All the sounds he's experimented are, are pop, you know? Like, mm. he, he, he's, got, mm. he's, got, he's got the voice to do it. He's got the team to do it. You, you, you can easily venture into Afro beats and it not be a... I don't think it's like... I don't think it was groundbreaking, bro, but I think... I don't think it was brave... I don't think. think I don't of, think. Remember, I, think of the time. Put it. Put it. No. But put it this way. I don't think it could have backfired. I think it was anybody that could have done it, it would have been the biggest rap artist in the world. It would have been Drake. I think it was great, though. I think it was a great thing he did. I didn't think it was brave mm. or like the biggest risk. Do you understand? And yeah. In, in fact, you know, I think that's what I appreciated about Drake was the whole. He did evolve. He did evolve when he started like globalizing um hip-hop you know um like taking it to toronto and including the whole jamaican patois sort of vibe um working with mm. the london artists like your, your skeptas and your stormsies and your gigses um i really like i really liked all those moves you see you saw him like hopping on it on a, that drill freestyle that he did he was in heady one song yeah. uh um uh, what's that song with heady one where he talks about habibti please all those moves. Um, only, only you freestyle. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that, bro. Something like that. Um, I all that stuff like is dope, but that's the kind of Drake I wanted to see with CLB. You know what I mean? So CLB and I yes, read. Yes, I can. I read agree the review you, that yeah, yeah, the billboard thing was nice, but he's mostly worked. He mostly revealed artists that he's had working relationships with for years. People like Travis, people yeah. like Hove was on every album. Um, but then there was Yeba who's 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 new, and there was Thames that's new. But um 21 Savage, Wheezy, uh Future, we didn't see, you know, we didn't see this guy that's really about forming new connections and um, you know, yeah. On on Passion Fruits, I'm not not Passion Fruits, I mean on More Life we had Friggin' black coffee on there. You know what I mean? We could have seen Drake yeah. hit some Ama Piano. I know he's I know he's hit to the sound. Even George is on Ama Piano song. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I I mm. don't yeah, I just didn't see it with this, bro. I think that this tape kind of uh it, it, it hit the Drake formula. He had the he had the the the, the rap track with the samples. He had the, the, the R and B pop flavor. He had the hard trap song. Um, and yeah, you know what I mean? I did, nothing really was like, whoa, shit, CLB. This was some shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I actually have a, I actually have a theory. Okay. 
have a theory. I've been discussing with my boy. Yeah. Being an avid Drake fan. Yeah. I think this was just a placeholder for his last album that comes next year. Because Mossy says he's retiring in 35. Yeah, that's when I plan to retire, man. It's even already as a, funded. Even as a even as a Drake fan, I, I I like the album, but it's a it's a placeholder. Okay. That would make sense. Mm. There's a there's a lot of reasons for that, I think, because I think for I think after what nothing was the same. Drake stopped trying in terms of albums. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because you didn't. I think I think I think the singles carried him. All yeah. the features that he's done and the singles that he's done have carried well, him. Scorpion had And that's why I can agree with Patrick in terms of him actually you know, experimenting and linking with new people to make some new stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he didn't really do that with the album, you know, whereas the, if you look like the past 18 months or so, the singles that he's dropped with people, the features that he's been featured on, et cetera, like they've been mad, you know what I mean? And you'd expect that he would carry that over onto the album, you know? No, word, word. But yeah, yeah you're but saying- Yeah, that's why I'm thinking this is a placeholder. Okay, a placeholder. I honestly have a fan theory that he's dropping um, either his last album next year and he's going to pull in Andre 3000 and only do features. Or he just literally gave up because after you get snubbed, after you... Drake's Drake's first three album run was insane. From from a Thank Me mm. Later, Take Care, Nothing Was The Same. That was in yeah. insane. In what? In what? Three years. Mm. Yeah. And for him not to have one more i think it really got to him to the point where he's like you know what let me just make my bands and i've and and what and what pat's saying about um him not really experimenting with sounds i think that's what his his brand is his biggest downfall drake knows how to make any song sound like it's a drake song mm. so you see what i mean so even with the afro pop and all that stuff that he tried to do i think people didn't think he was experimenting because it just sounds like another Drake song, maybe because of the subject matter, maybe because of the way he flows on it. Mm. And I think that's his, yeah. that's one of his biggest downfalls. So I think when he's, when he, I think next year when he drops, I think we're going to find a, a new, not necessarily a new Drake. I think he's just going to sum up everything he's done over the years and compile it into one as like a, a greatest hits. Because I think this was this was for him. This was just practice. Because he tried to link back to his old sounds, like you saying, like we've heard the piano and the sample and Drake rapping on it. We've heard the club banger. We've heard the 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 slaughter gang, mm. death will come kill you, gang shit stuff. We've heard all of that, and I think he's just yeah. he's just like compiling a thing where for his last album, he's just gonna give you guys Drake as in Drake. So in terms of innovation, I think he's done. Yeah. But don't you think he understands his formula though? Yeah. Because Fact. like I'm saying, I, I don't think him necessarily uh, making Afrobeats and stuff is like brave, but I do think it is pushing a boundary though. Like, I don't think he's scared to be like, I'm going to feature such and such person that nobody expects because he understands his formula and it works for him. So does he change his formula? to try and like readjust and seem more brave and experimental or does he keep doing what works for him? Because clearly it's working. I mean, the numbers, you know, we see the numbers all the time. You know, the numbers tell the story on their own. So well, what do you guys think? Does he compromise what's working or does he continue like using the formula he's using? Because clearly I think he understands that his formula but works. That's the, but that's what I'm saying is, bro, like I said, that's the difference between Ye and, and Drake. 
yeah will be like f- fuck the fact that i'm a 2021 20, award grimming award grammy winning artist i'm gonna drop a gospel album you know what i mean this mm. is something completely different yeah than anybody's ever done do you know what i mean um like mm. Kanye will risk big time for the music. Kanye will risk not being a commercially viable artist if it means if it means he gets to make what he wants to make. Do you understand? Kanye yeah. is at a level where yeah. if he wants an album with not a single swear word on it, bye bye Andre three thousand. That's the difference mm. between Kanye and Drake, and I think the fact that Drake is concerned about being a nice guy sometimes lets him down. You know, what? Yeah, I think it's helped yeah. him in a lot of ways, but I also think it's let him down in a lot of ways. Like Drake is just trying to be the person that pleases the market, and if you're the guy that pleases the market, the market owns you. That's the difference between yeah. Drake. Yeah. Drake is only relevant as long as he's making hits. Do you understand? Hmm. So that's why him and Kanye West are a complete different animal. You know what I mean? So the yeah. question of do you do you do you stop the 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 hit the hit making formula? Look, man, that that will be the real risk. If Drake tries some some shit that might get him, might not. You know what I mean? Like how many? Think about every kind. Think about Jesus. Critics hated Jesus. Everybody hated Jesus. It's trash. What is mm. this? this guy calling himself a god? Do you know what I mean? That coming off my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I mean, and and and, and heartbreaks, which were like pop sensations, everybody loved those. Then you go and drop something like raw yeah. and very controversial, like Jesus. Um, I don't think Drake has to be that guy. Drake's not that guy. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, my question is: Is there something that Drake wants to drop that he won't because of this? Uh, you know, the success, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, yeah. Is Or has Drake reached his creative capacity? Which is something we're not considering. No, but that's, it's, it's debatable though. It's debatable though. Even though, even, even what we were talking about him, Always searching for the next best because Drake's always searching for what's fresh yeah. right now. Or what's, what's relevant or what, right now? How can I get involved in that? Or what, so or what's going to that be could fresh. be because he's reaches yes and he has a good eye for seeing or like for foreseeing like what's gonna be popular in the next year or yeah. so, or whatever the case may be. Let me get involved right now, you know, so that I can be seen as the person who maybe made this genre more popular or experimented with this sound and brought it to the rest of the world. Mm. So that could actually be a crutch for his creativity. If you think about it. It's going to be, yeah, this is going to be tough. Because Drake's sound hasn't really evolved since his first ever mixtape. If you really think about mm. it. Sure. So I think, I think we, I think we rating or we measuring creativity, creativity differently. However, mm. when you talk about Drake's pen, that has consistently gotten better and better and better as time has gone on. Yeah. Like when when I listen to Bless you, my boy. Thank you, brother. When I listen to um <laughs> when I listen to Drake albums, 
as a, even as a fan, initially, I don't like them when I first hear a Drake album. But the fact that it grows, mm. like views, everyone hated views when it came out, which was weird. But now when, you, when I listen back to views, I'm like, this, was a, this is a great project. Yo, I love views. I think yeah. I love views. That's the thing. When, when it first came out, people just thought like, oh, he's just making hits. He's just making bangers. I think because the song is a banger, they forget what this guy, this guy's actually, he's saying something. Yeah. You hear what I mean? So I think mm. Drake's creativity is, is different to measure from Kanye's because Kanye's can always um, flip and switch because he started off as a producer. Mm. Drake, first and foremost, is a rapper. Mm. You know, of course, he's gotten the superstar status and he's he's gone he's a pop star right now but like when i when i when i listen to drake i listen to what he's saying most most often than i'm listening to the sonics mm. which is funny because that's what mm. everyone's doing with donda they're like all the productive production is down so we can get what he's really saying mm. this is the same thing yeah. with drake drake's production also went down 40 didn't do anything crazy on on um clb but this yeah, guy it's simple this guy's like when you listen to what this guy's saying, I'm like, this guy's pen has matured so much, even though he's talking about juvenile shit. The way he's ah, describing this nonsense. That's what I was hoping you were gonna touch on. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, that's the thing. So in terms of that's I think maybe maybe the subject matter is the mm. same. That's why people are getting bored with or maybe it's also he doesn't give his listeners a break. When you think of Drake drops every year. Mm. He drops literally every, single, every year. Yeah. It, it's the it's the 2008 model Lil Wayne 50 Cent and them used to do drop dropping every year. I think mm. if I think we I think people would have said he's he's more experimental if he gave those things gaps in between. Because mm. he's the only do one. Do you that think? He, yeah. Do Do you think um, not giving like your following that break to appreciate your music, for example? Do you think that's detrimental, or do you think it's good? So, for example. I feel like personally, if Kendrick had to retire today, I'd be okay with it. Like, I don't feel like I would want to hear more or that he'd have to prove something else to me. But with Drake, as we're discussing now, you're saying like this album is a placeholder, meaning that he still has to kind of like prove himself in order for, in order for us to kind of like be sure about him and not question him Which kind of thing. Crazy. Yo. I don't know what your guys' perspective yeah, bro. is on that. I want, I want one more from Drake where I say, well, you evolved, you know? And as a person that... Yeah. And the thing is, as the more the more I get better at rapping, the more... I can't listen to rap the same way I used to listen to it. I expect more, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. And I think with this project, yeah, he's, his pen is getting more concise, bro. But like, like what Kinesa says, it's... It's it's the uh, you can't you're talking about the same shit, bro. Talking about mm. thirty five, talking about exes and ops and you know girls girls you're trying to smash, bro. And it's like if I listen to some of Drake's mixtapes even before like so far gone, bro. He had like he had like some real introspective bars. I mean, there was even this bar where he was like talking about going to pick up this girl for a date and he's like this white girl and how and how and how he, her dad didn't like him uh, because he was black yeah and the bar was uh uh something like he wanted frank sinatra instead he got barry white because black is black baby even if he's very light i'm like okay 
okay, this guy really used to speak about like uh, he's making a very valid point. understanding. Yeah, it's really yeah. a very, very, very valid point. It's the same, and that's I think that's where I think Drake loses a lot of people is that mm. he doesn't his subject matter hasn't matured like uh Kendrick Kendrick's Good Kid Mad City is totally different from uh to Pimp a Butterfly because he's matured and his view is matured in life. Yeah. But yeah bro like what like what should these artists be valuing more quality or quantity? Oof. Because like I'm saying Kendrick cool he won't drop every year but we know that all the offerings he's provided have barely disappointed obviously other people have their opinions about that but kendrick fans themselves let's let's just say the general consensus would be that he's delivered on almost every album on every body of work that he's that he's that he's brought out you know but with drake it's been a thing of like you're saying every year it's hit after hit after hit even if it means that you know it's not quality but he's still there and, and he's in your Tootie face. Story. You know that he's there. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Yeah. So what do you think the focus should be or, you know, should that be at their own discretion? Just in terms of like their legacy. For me, it depends on the artist, honestly. Mm. Because Drake, mm. Drake coming to the game, it's it's prevalent in his bars and how he even does everything. He He has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, um, his that's his biggest beef with Kanye, and that's I think that's where this whole thing stems from. It it wasn't about who smashed whose hand, who leaked what info. I think it's because Kanye is already seen as a legend, mm. but he's not seen as the hottest artist. But Drake right now is seen as the hottest artist, but he's not seen as a legend. And Drake craves that yeah. legendary status, mm. and Kanye craves that relevancy. Whew. Yeah, I think I think Drake yeah, Drake so well. hates being questioned. I think he hates being questioned because it's like Patrick, right? For example, mm. let's say like there's someone that you're looking up to right now, right? Mm. And let's say two and a half years from now, your career just starts flying. You mm. know what I'm saying? And you start feeling as if you're getting to the levels of this person who you looked up to, you mm. know, in the beginning of your career for a long time. And people are giving you praise and, you know, you're getting all the accolades and you feel as if you're being consistent, but mm. this person still has, it always, it's, it always feels like this person still has a better foundation than you do. Mm. You know, like you, you still get questioned when the comparisons come up between the two of you. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I think that's what annoys him is that he hates being questioned because he feels like he's done enough. Mm. You know, whereas a lot of other people would argue that he hasn't done enough, that he still has to prove himself. So I think that's what that's what gets to his head. Yeah, and that's why no, he no, drops no. every single year. That's true. what's driving. Mm. True, Sorry, true, true. No. Yeah, man, dude. So, but I don't think this beef is also it's just boring. Like, there's no need for it. If anything, yeah, I think we'd get better music from both those guys if they work together. Yeah. You know, like those effects, yeah. Um, what's what's this track? Drake wrote um the hook on what's that? Uh, chicken gay, menacing, frightening. Yes, yes. Find help. 
Sometimes yeah. I skip. And, and Father Stretch My Hands, part one. What was the hook on that one? Um, beautiful Morning. Easy. You see what I'm saying? Like those two, if they work together. Ah. And Kanye wrote that, something. But I feel, like, Kanye Kanye I feel wrote, like it never goes that way, though. Apparently, Kanye wrote, Kanye wrote Glow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch out for me, I'm about to glow. That's they used to be very bro. tight. They used to be very close. Bro, but that's what happens. That's what happens, uh, though, the resentment. I feel like sometimes uh, there's just not enough room for, I think, the competitive nature. Like, it's just natural. And I feel like, especially in music, everyone's trying to get ahead of everybody else. So it would be convenient if they got along and they made music. I'm sure it would be magical, but I just feel like it never goes that way. Do you know what I mean? It's like the the 2005 era when you had G-Unit and the game was coming up and 50 was riding for the game and they were making magic at the Mm. time. But then what happened? Automatically, game was like, I can be better than this guy. I can have a legacy bigger than this guy. So I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to show this guy that I can be better than him. You know, so it naturally happens. And I don't know, do you guys think that competition should be healthy or do you think that like this kind of toxic competition is what makes the industry better or worse i i think we've i think competition is like it's a it's a myth that capitalism sells us that we have Mm. to compete with each other in order for us to you know to win to win and it's like hip-hop i think it's hip-hop's biggest downfall bro Let's look at let's mm. look at I'm a piano versus hip hop in South Africa. I think why these yeah. I'm a piano guys flourish so well is because they 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 put they all just put each other on. Everyone is just like yeah. on everyone's songs. There's no ego involved. It's just music. Whereas hip hop, mm. there's just there's just so many myths that have developed in hip hop that that are just like uh, like bringing us down, bro. Like for example, the Ghost Rider thing. That's that, that, that's just one mm. aspect of people have told you that hip hop is purely lyrical. You can't be a real rapper if you're working with other writers um, on, yeah. on your project. It's bullshit. You know what I mean? It got people. Mm. I think the more we get away from the 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 the, the I think the the better we get at getting rid of the. The, the old like hip hop can like like these old like traditional tra- yeah conditioning these old traditional ideas of what hip hop should be the better the, the better mm. it will become um just like before there was a thing of you couldn't be a rapper unless you were a gangster rap Kanye mm. came and changed all of that and Drake accelerated yeah. um well, that, that 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 Kanye blueprint so I think hip hop is constantly evolving there are far less beefs than they were. Um, back back in those days, two thousands and and nineties, because people started to realize that it just messes up the music. You know, I think there's far mm. more collaboration in music now than there used to be between each, uh, other camps. Um, and I think, bro, I think there's a way you can compete. There's a way you can compete. Competition's good, but ultimately, mm. I think you should compete with yourself, bro. Like, yeah. That's the best form with, of competition. Like, yeah, he was competing. He's been competing with himself for the longest time. 
You know, it doesn't suit Kanye to compete mm. with other dudes. Um, yeah, but I think I think look, a certain level of of competition is is good, but it must stop at the point of, hey man, I like. It, it must come from a point of admiration, and not mm. channel itself into anything darker. You know, but. But is it possible to completely move away from the old kind of conditioning when, I mean, bro, if you listen to like a lot of rappers, especially rappers these days, they listen to a lot of music, right? And a lot of them are inspired by, you know, legends of hip hop from back then. So they are bound to take small negative habits from that period because of yeah the way they see those people, those individuals. So. Is it completely realistic to move away from that type of like thinking? I don't I, think it is. I don't think it's unrealistic, bro. I think I think it's just gonna take time. For example, let's look at Jay Z and Drake. These are two guys that could have beefed with each other. Jay Z could have been a dick. Hey, what? Yeah, but I mean, you know, what I mean? that <laughs> could have That could have been a beef that meant they never had a working relationship again. But because mm, Jay Z's yes. mope more about his money. Then he is about the beef. He sees the larger picture. He was like, cool. Nah, this is not worth it. Let's make this music. Let's get rich. Let's move yeah. the culture forward together. That's that's the case in point. Let's look at... Uh, 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 Hove and Ye. Hove and Ye. Those two should have been making music. That's actually the lot, perfect example. Yeah, a lot more music than they have. But now clearly they've squashed whatever they had because they've realized when they work together, uh, everything everything moves smoother. Another example, mm. I don't know what, what's happened between The Weeknd and Drake, but The Weeknd was on Kanye's album and he was not on CLB. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and he killed it. Yeah, he killed and he it. killed it. That, that's probably going to be a billboard number one for a long time. Um, mm. Drake and The Weeknd is a case in point, bro. Yeah. When egos get involved, the music suffers. When yeah, when competition channels itself, competition when it channels itself in a positive way, it just looks like Watch the Throne. Yeah. You know, that's healthy competition. That's we're gonna pin out, and you know, it's not about me versus you. It's about my skill versus your skill. You know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know the the at the end of the day. We don't lose as long as the public wins. Yeah. That's thanks. what music is supposed to be about, bro. And look, I, I'm not going to say it's it's not, there's always, always going to be competition involved. But I think the more, this can go even to like a more sociological question. You can go into like black men and masculinity because that's who, that's where we champion, that's who champions hip hop, mm. right? The more we, we, yeah. we come, become comfortable with coexisting with each other without having to be better than each other, you know, um, the more hip hop yeah. is going to change, bro. Um, but yeah, not, there might always be residues of it, but I think hip hop is going to get less and less, yo, I'm trying to body this guy and fuck you. Let's be not going to make music ever again. Um, mm. It's going to get less and less like that over the years. It's going to change because society is going to change yeah. and our mentalities are going to change. So that's, um, that's my yeah. view on that. Yeah, I mean, it's come a long way in terms of like the, the the physical aspect, like the physical attacks on 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 one another. You know, 
sure. I think now it's more of a an, an ego thing. It's more of a how can I make sure I fill the space as much as I can? Yeah, you know, and be above everybody else. I think so. I think that's where the dynamic has changed a bit. Yeah, and look, I think it's cool. Like, I think it's cool being like, yo, I want to be the greatest. I like that mentality, but it's like, at what cost? You know, mm. you can want to be the greatest, yeah. but also make sure that 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 uplifts your music and it doesn't kill it. That's that that's that that's my mm. view on that. You know, mm. um, talking about like the violence has just killed. Just done so much. Um. It works against hip hop, man. Let's look at Pop Smoke for perfect example. Imagine mm. that dude was still around. Like oh, X. I don't know what he what he got caught up in, but like geez. That's we yeah. getting too used to lo- losing talented people too early. Tentacion. Yeah. Oh, the things that could have really been avoided. You, you know? Um there's lot there's yeah. lots of things within the culture that are going to change, that are killing our young men, bro. Like the drugs, for example. Let's look at the like, Juice World. Mm. You know? Every, yeah, most of these young artists. A lot of these young dudes. I think, I just think hip-hop is so young. It's still a very young culture. It's still a very young... Yeah. And we can see the signs of the, uh, the, the, the youth in the culture. Mm. I'm not even talking about the individuals. And the more it matures yeah. and the more it grows. And that's why people like Ye are very important. That's why people that are older still need to keep evolving and still keep dropping good music. Because Ye is now showing mm. the young dudes, hey man, look, I've put on all, all the little babies, all the drillers, and I put them on a, a project that forces them to really introspect and speak about some real shit. You know? Mm. I walk out yeah. to the you know, I live in a school campus right now. I mean, the, these kids, 15, 14, are, are listening to Donda, you know, mm. um, speaking about God's not finished. And I'm thinking that's so positive. When I was 15, I never had a project like that in my sphere of hip hop that I'd actually listen to. Mm. Mm. You know, that's why, that's why it's important that evolution happens. And Drake goes on here and he calls his album... Uh, 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 an ode to toxic masculinity and he makes a joke about that you know he makes light of it mm. but um, geez toxic masculinity is getting people killed out here bro yeah you, you, on a very you know, serious level on a very serious level mm. and, and we're making light of it so uh, you know at one level we we can say that nah you, you don't you don't own anything to the public bro but the you, you kind of do bro like there is a responsibility for you to like, because especially if you're growing as a person, you know what I mean? Mm. That's who you really mm. are, then sure. But if you're, as an artist, you, as an artist, you do really have an obligation to like, like really reflect your time and really reflect like who you are at a point in time. Because it's like mm. you're capitalizing of all this shit, but meantime, you're changing in your life. That's not fair yeah. to me. I'm going deep here, but you, you you get me, like. Yeah, yeah. That's why I took the. I, to be honest, I took the whole toxic masculinity message from him with a bit of a pinch of salt. Yeah. Um, because I don't really, 
well, this is my personal opinion. I don't really feel that that's what he really feels. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to portray because like, it's contra- like he's contradicting that in some of the music and yeah. some of his actions as well. So yeah. I really did take that with a pinch of salt. I don't know. I don't think that's something that you should just take lightly. Like I think if yeah. you're going to make a project surrounding that, then you should give your all and actually reflect your true feelings about it. Yeah. You know, instead of like using it to kind of like market your album or, you know, try and give your album context, you know, based on something that isn't there. I don't know. Word, word, word. No, no, I feel that. I don't know. What What do you feel, Kanisa? Um, just to go back for like a sec. Yeah. Um, about competition. Yeah. I I think. I think it's good. I mean, of course, never, yeah. never to take it to a physical point where people are losing families. You know. It's it's it's. I think it's good, and it makes the music better, because you yeah. brought up the I'm a piano thing. I'm a piano. What I like about it, they do all uplift each other, and they're very keen to you know, to collab. However, but the sound isn't. It is not. It's not progressing really. Sure. It's also I guess it's also new. It's also a thing, but like it's it's. When I talk to all these I'm a piano guys that are like popping now, when I spoke to them before, they had so many ideas and plans of how they wanted to just shift their genre into a new landscape. Mm. But, mm. you know, they got brought up by the by the OGs and then now I feel like they're being complacent. And that's why I feel like that spirit of competition is gone now because everyone's working together and everyone's happy and everyone's making money. But I feel like it's like GOM. If you guys remember yeah. GOM. Yeah. GOM was supposed, yeah, to, yeah. was supposed to do what I'm a piano is doing now really yeah but there was no i don't think there was anything driving it to do better mm. yeah uh, you know what i mean i've been i've been in studios with these guys where it's just it's they found their formula it's basically what what we don't like about drake they found their formula and they just bring everyone else and they collab whereas if you go back to um the we like all the beefs even even in america like low wayne versus there was a Lil Wayne versus Jay-Z at some point when uh, Lil Wayne was like, I'm the greatest rapper alive. And Jay-Z didn't like, didn't like that because he's like, no, I'm not dead. I'm still here. Mm. But mm. those two yeah. started, there's a time Wayne, Wayne had a run. I think he had like 80 features in a year where he was just mm. rapping because his oh. whole mindset was, I want to be better than everyone. I am better than everyone. And that if, I you like, wanted, mm. if you wanted, if you want my spot, you have to come take my head off on a feature. See that level of competition, I love because everyone puts their best foot forward. I like that. Mm. That I like. You see, but that, but you know, but that mustn't mean that we never make music again. Is what I'm saying. That's the problem about guys. Though. That's the thing that's happened with. <laughs> didn't it happen with um? Who did it happen with? It happened with these two rappers. They they were on each other's song. They kept rewriting the verses. <laughs> Lil, no, that's Lil Wayne and Kanye West on the Lollipop remix. Oh, oh damn. Lil, Lil Wayne did his version. Kanye West wrote his. Wayne heard Kanye. He's like, nah, fam. Not on my track. Wrote his. Kanye heard the U verse. Like, nah, my boy. We're going to keep <laughs> you. You know what I mean? That conversation, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to keep one upping you. That's what. That, yeah. that's that, what. Though. That's what. Yeah, that's what pushes the culture. That's what's pushing the culture. You know what I, I think? That. I think that's great. But all I'm saying is, it mustn't mean now we're, we're leaking each other's songs. Or, yeah, that's, you know that's the mean? personal stuff. Once, it's it, that's when it becomes that, it goes out of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's personal. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like keep it, keep keep the competition about the music. 
about the yeah, skill. I think, bro. I mean, you see it. You see it. You see it with TDE as well a lot. Yeah. Where yeah. all of them will be on one song and they'll even like sneak this each other just to get the maximum <laughs> out of each other. Like, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Schoolboy Q will sneak this. Absol Absol will sneak this. Schoolboy Q Kendrick will come out of nowhere to test the both of them. You know, <laughs> and that just keeps them on their toes. You know what I'm saying? But it's never a thing of we're gonna now make it personal. Yeah. And just because we under the same label or we roll in the same crew, I still want to be better than this person. Nah, they all they all just like nah. Who Kendrick? You guys can think Kendrick is dope, but we're still gonna challenge him. There kind we of go. Thanks. There Thanks. we go. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. That's cool. That's what I'm saying. That's where competition works well. That's where competition makes the 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 culture move forward. Um, mm. but those but that but miss me with that other stuff. Miss me with that. Yeah. Other also, yeah. also, also to add on what you were saying about. The last point you're making, um, I think, I think especially these superstar artists, we see them when, especially when they're young. I'll use Justin Bieber as an example, mm. where they they the money and the fame gets to them to the point where their life isn't real life. It's it's mm. a movie. Mm. Imagine being able mm. to get whatever you want whenever you want it. Whether it's 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 a woman, whether it's a car, it's a house, it's a it's a. You get what I mean. I think it detaches yeah. you from real life. So now with Drake, I think Drake doesn't see this thing as real life anymore. Ever since, you know, the whole meme culture came, like Drake is extremely memeable. So his yeah, entire yeah. marketing strategy is to lean into that. They used to call him soft. He, all he does is he leans into it. He cries in a music video. Uh, they say, mm. they say um, you know, Kanye says Drake has two other baby mamas that no one knows about. He leans into it. He he makes that his album cover. Yeah. You know, they say they say Drake doesn't want to grow up in his bars. They say Drake is a juvenile rapper that talks about, you know, um very like an early twenties view Ooh. of what relationships are. He leans into it because he's like, okay, cool. Cause no matter what I do, there's times where there's there's cuts where Drake actually used to teach to talk about real life stuff like Pat saying even in his early mixtape. And I feel like he felt slighted because they didn't take him seriously and they still don't take him seriously. So what he what he's doing now, and he says it in, in his songs, he's like, his first his first priority is to look after the people in his life, his family and his friends. Whether that means he's gonna mm. make memeable music and he's gonna make hundreds of millions, that's what he's gonna do. But that's as a fan of his, it's not good for the culture. And I see why uh, someone like like you guys would have a problem with that because it's not really a reflection of what's going on in real life. But he's mm. so detached. Mm. He, so these guys are so detached from from what's what what we're going through as young black men. We don't we they don't know what we're yeah. going through anymore. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like it's very easy for us to from from our perspective and where we're sitting right now, it's very easy for us to say what they should and they shouldn't do or what's good for them and what isn't, what's bad for them, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, when you're in the position that they're in as well, it is very easy to get detached. You know what I mean? And to, yeah, to, to, know, to forget what reality is. And for sure, like, I don't, I don't need Drake talking about, like, Black Lives Matter or... But even, like, yo, bro, this is this, there were times when Drake would talk about what he was really going through, what real life was for him. Like, yo, bro, tell me mm. what it's like being a dad like, tell me what it's like um, having people. Yeah, tell me what it's like not knowing how to attach yourself to reality. 
you know, like there's more levels to the dude than we're getting from the music. And I feel like back I, I, then he used to be able to touch those pockets a bit easier. I think that's what he, he's going yeah, through now. I think that's what he's, I think that's the, um, I think that's why I find, because the same, okay, Pat, the same way you're saying as a, as a rapper, you can't listen to rap the same. Mm. Now I see it as an artist. I can't listen to his art the same because TLB for me is his saddest record to date mm. in terms because you he's he mentions it and I think he alludes to it, but I don't think he wants to fully um, delve into those topics because he talks about being um, thirty four years old but living like a twenty one year old, mm. being in the cool. club all the time. Loving girls that can't love him back. The only love that's only, only the only love that's authentic to him is his son's love. He actually does talk mm-hmm. about it, but I think he frames it in a way. Um, think about think of think of Rhodes. Think of Rhodes as an institution. Mm. I always say something. Otato, do have you been to Rhodes? No, no, no. I haven't been there. Okay, let me let me just do a quick explanation. Rhodes is a small town. Oh, Grahamstown, it's okay. Rhodes is in Grahamstown, which is a small town. Rhodes is a small yeah. university in a small town. There's no major cities around you. You are just there with other students and other, you know, Grahamstown inhabitants. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a, whenever I was there, I always felt like I was living in a movie or it's a summer camp because I'd, I'd come back to Pretoria for holidays and that's when I'm like, oh, this is real life. Mm. so like mm. so my, my point was to 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 the point i was making was it the environment you're in it 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 influences the way you it influences your output so if drake's in the club mm. every single day he's out here with featured and they're doing cocaine with models mm. as much as he that's what he's talking about i like that it's gonna be i like that part they're doing something that's not pepsi <laughs> you get what i mean <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, he's yeah. When when that's your every single day, and you don't even have the self awareness to realize, like, yo, bruh, I I I live this life. I think he does talk about it, but I think the way you want it is to, to for a more detached, more introspective, you know. But I think mm. he's still in it. I think the club is still mm. in. He's still in the club while he's in the studio. The beats are metro booming is there, and that's what he's he's telling his story. I just don't. And that's why I think that's his sad. I think it's just date. Uh, I see maybe it. maybe it's the I way that it's it. packaged. I see yeah, the maybe it's delivery. It makes a lot. It makes a lot of sense. Maybe we think Drake is at a place where he's not. You know, we expect a thirty-four-year-old to be more mature. That's what. That's what yeah. basically where we act. Mm. We we think he's yeah, true. He at a different place, but he's not really there. And here's, here's and he's he, trying, he might be trying to get there. Here's the I think we want him to be there as fans. So, so here's the, the, the quote from uh, uh, Pitchfork. They said, Drake has embraced superstardom while avoiding infusing his music with anything that feels real. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Wow. But th- mm. that, that, what you're talking about, Kanisa, is kind of dark though, bro. Not kind of, bro. It's very dark. It's very dark. That's what I'm like. This is the saddest album. It's just sad. He's trapped in this, in this perpetual state of being like a a young adult as he ages, because he keeps like you like like Tato was saying. He keeps jumping onto the new wave, and that makes him relevant to the younger kids. And he keeps so mentally. He's like he reminds me of like this is gonna be controversial. He reminds me of R. Kelly. 
<laughs> in the sense that R. Kelly's credited on the tape. <laughs> yeah, like he reminds me of that from a psychology standpoint. They say when, like, a lot of these pop stars, they stay at the mental age of when they they hit they hit the peak of their stardom. Mm. Drake, Drake mm. was very young. Drake was twenty four when he dropped TK, and it blows my mind. Damn, he was twenty six when he dropped. Nothing was the same. He like he was then. That was the almost almost the peak of his powers so mentally he's still in that age so it's hard for him to get out of that and now be a 34 year old to talk about actually taking to my taking my kid to school is actually difficult because he's not a normal kid and he's not going to ever be a normal kid and having to deal with those emotions you know it's gonna it's gonna be yeah. difficult. it's gonna be hard but I, just, I, I, I kind of get, get i relate to him in a way because in a way like artistry just keeps you young bro i don't know what, mm, it, mm. what it about it but like when you're creating you have to be in touch with your inner child so there's yeah thing. because ultimately that's like you're you're basically stripping down you're naive you have to be naive yeah you know in order just, to continue being creative you have to strip yourself down that's why like you know i get it when lots of artists hang around like you know i don't condone it as long as it's legal but i get it when artists like to hang around with like a lot of young girls and stuff like that because it's also like it's people that you're making music for you know, you're trying to kind mm. of understand everybody. Like, um, it doesn't have to get creepy though, like R. Kelly level. But uh, and I, I don't think Drake, yeah. Drake's done some questionable shit, but I don't think he's done anything illegal. You know, um, yeah. Mm. But it makes sense. Like you are caught up in that, but you've got to know how to handle that. Even AKA makes perfect sense. He's a guy we can use a perfect example of who's caught up in that. You know, he's in the studio making music with Costa and Blackie. Um, Hash, mm. All these kids, all the youngins. All the youngins, but, you know, and I think it's good. I think it's good that he does that because it keeps the music in tune. You know, it keeps the music. Um, but I prefer how Kanye did it. Kanye still works with the young dudes, you know. Uh, even Kanye, he's got to stay young, bro. I mean, if you're the guy that's making sneakers for what the 15-year-olds are wearing, you you gotta stay, gotta stay young, you know. But, mm. you, it's, but the the psychological perspective that sorry sorry. Yeah, but youth doesn't have to mean that you are you're not evolving. If that makes sense, like mm. I guess I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't I don't know if I can phrase it. Yeah. No, I, I do get you though. But yeah. you know what's mad? I just want to go back to what 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 Kanisa is touching on, right? Yeah. With regards to like the psychological perspective of things, because um, today there was a debate about who has more longevity, um, and some people were saying, "Look, Drake has more longevity because like he always keeps it fresh. Like he always like he knows how to like the because I mean Drake's demographic, you know, has changed over the years all the time. It's always mm -hmm. changing. I feel." You know, the demographic that he had in 2010, for example, might not be the same now. What? You know, because he always stays relevant according to the time that he's in. But mm -hmm. at what cost does that come at is, is what I'm actually trying to understand. Because Kanye has also had longevity. Um, we know that he's had his own, like, issues as well, personally. But I don't think he's ever, like, sacrificed himself or needed to connect to something else in order to like keep going. I don't know if that makes sense. Sure. Like I almost feel like it's a drug to Drake, for sure. example. But Oaks, let's also look at this. 
there's like a almost a 10 year difference between the two artists. Where mm-hmm. Kanye West on the life of Pablo, think about the shit he was talking about. He was also a confused gent. He was going from mm. ultra light beam to if I fuck this model, and she just bleached her asshole, and I get bleached in my t shirt. I'm gonna feel like an asshole. You know what I mean? He was in that. Yeah. He was with the models and the and and the, the lifestyle, <laughs> not so long ago. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So maybe it's a thing of, but I think Kanye just had a more artistic way of expressing. He had a more balanced and more accountable way of expressing mm. where he is in his life, whereas Drake, he doesn't. The fact that he's conflicted about it doesn't come through. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't come through unless you're listening to it like Kanis is listening to it. It, it all just sounds like... That's the thing. It, it takes a certain type of person, bro, because I, yeah. I never really thought about it like that. Whereas Kanye, It's actually really dark. Like It's really dark, but only when someone like Kanisa points it out, it's like, oh, geez, uh, this, is, this is a dark time. You know what I mean? Mm. But whereas, yeah. Do, do you know, actually, sorry, 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 Pat. Yeah. 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 yeah but because whereas I don't think Drake, I think it's a thing of with artists, sometimes you just expose yourself without really meaning to. You know what I mean? So I think mm. Drake tries to cover it up. Whereas Kanye really, Kanye, that's the crux of his art. He wants you to have a holistic understanding of where he is, you know, physically, mentally, and spiritually in his life. Mm. Do you feel like, do you feel like Drake kind of downplays that? That, That's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. He expresses it nonchalantly, but he's actually going through a lot. Yeah. He hides it. He, 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 Mm. he's not, he's not trying to let you know that this is a dark time. Help me. You know, Mm. Um, but yeah, sorry, Kanisa, you were, you were, you were about to say something, bro. I was gonna, um, do you guys remember, um, uh, EXO Toy Life, Lil Uzi Vert? The song. All my friends are dead. Push me to Oh, yes, 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 yes. All my friends are dead. I love that song. So, I, 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 a lot of, oh, this is why I think I respect Drake's discography because it's like, he he's very good at doing what that song does. That song is a banger. Mm. When we when we first heard it, we were hey, we were we were going ham in the club. And then when you listen to what this guy was saying, you're actually like, no, but then this guy is actually he's going through something. Yeah. I I think ugh, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but whenever I, I listen to like uh especially recent Drake projects, I see it like that. I see it as something he tries to distract you with with the beat and the drums and the you know, the gravitas of it all. Mm. And then six months down the line, you listen to a song again. And you actually just, you know, it, it happens to me randomly. I'll be in the car and I'll be listening to a song. And I'm like, bro, this nigga is actually saying some real life painful shit. Mm. It happens a lot. It happens with um with Hotline. It happened to me with Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling was supposed to be a bubblegum pop record, you know? Yeah, it, but that song when you listen to it, like read the lyrics. This guy is his. He's showing you his insecurity. Mm. He's 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 actually putting on. He's actually laying down bare what the stuff he's feeling is. He's just packaging it in a very bubblegum pop way to, 
it's I think it's very smart. I think that's why his music like lives for so long because he the, you it hits you out of nowhere. Then you're like, ah, this nigga is actually saying some real life shit out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I, I've always I've always managed to pick to, to capture the the uh, I've managed to pick up pick up the toxicness in Drake's lyrics. Mm. That's what I've managed to pick up, like th- that this guy says some fucked up shit. Um, like there's this one bar where he said, uh, "I empower girls that don't deserve it." I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no. This guy's trash. But like, y- yeah. But bro, then that that contradicts like that contradicts what I said earlier. Then because remember I was talking about like the he was talking about um, toxic masculinity and no, stuff. That actually kid. contradicts what I said because yeah. then it's like, what if like the bravado and the chip on his shoulder, like Kenisa said, is actually just like. What's preventing a normal person like myself from actually understanding where he's coming from? Do you know what I mean? So the message could actually be there, but like it's lying under so much. Like there's so much baggage that comes with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I get it, bro. I get it. Uh, You know, I'm so, I'm conflicted with with the point Kanisa made because I think, Specifically with the with the comparison to EXO Tour Life, what grips me about that song is the sadness. Mm. You know, that's what grips yeah. me about that tune. And I was I was looking at this uh the site. Not what's this? What's this thing, Kinesa? It's like a big music school, not Juilliard. The other one. Um, we're in America. Yeah. Berkeley, Yikes, bro. America's back. <laughs> Berkeley. Ah, okay. Berkeley. The Berkeley's now. Out Berkeley. Okay. Now on this, uh, I follow this thing where they analyze pop songs, right? They're like masterclasses mm-hmm. into how to make hit records, and they're talking about how melan- melancholy in music outsells yeah. anything else. It it way sadder songs with sadder chord progressions, sadder melodies, minor minor tones, are mm. are making waves. They're killing it, right? So I think it's kind of like a reflection of where maybe where our generation is. We connect with sadness, you know, mm. which is like a song like EXO Tour Life. I felt pain when I listened to that song. I felt it, you know, I, and I think. I wanted to vibe out to the pain. But with Drizzy's tracks, the tracks are happy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like I'm I don't feel like I'm vibing out. Like with Exo Tour Life, I feel like I felt like I was vibing out to a sad song. There's nothing hidden about can, it. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Can like, I can I give you an example quickly? Okay. You ever break up with a hun? Nah. Yeah. Yes, let's, let's see you guys break up on uh on a on a Wednesday. Friday night, you going hard in the club. Yeah. I don't care what you, you get. Know what I mean, what? you yeah. are heartbroken like a motherfucker, but you're gonna turn up more than anyone. What? Mm. I don't. I think it's. A, I think it's. I think for me, I think what. I think it's my perspective. I don't think it's how it is, but I think it's just a perspective of that's how I see Drake's music, no, especially I, this I, recent one. I think that's what that's what's dusting is my perspective, not necessarily that 
maybe it isn't his intention. Maybe it's just I'm reading too deep into it because I I just I just love analyzing shit and I love looking. No, 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 I like I looking for deeper you, meanings. I think you are onto something. I just don't know it if it's intentional. You know what I mean? Mm. That that yeah. that's my only. I think he is pouring a lot of sadness into the music, and sometimes I think you just do it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But like, I, but I don't know, man. I need to listen to CL. I'm going to listen to CLB just because of your take right now. Again. Yeah, I'm starting it from the beginning. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Listen like, to I think just because of what I'm definitely gonna right listen. Now. Do you know? Do you know? But, do mean, you know, know why that... I have? Do you know why I have this perspective? It's because yeah, yeah, yeah. He's for me personally. He's proven himself, and so whenever I hear something mid from him or something that doesn't cross me, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Something I need. Let me listen again. I think it's the it's the thing that these bigger artists have over artists like like um you and I, for example, Nepad. If if someone listens to our stuff and say and they say it's mid, they're not gonna listen again. Yeah, they don't know us. We don't have that luxury. Mm. We don't have that. Luxury. Yeah, but this is the, did Drake did Palm Cake with Jay Z. Yeah, you know. So I'm gonna. Does I think that's the mindset I have whenever I listen to a Drake project. I'm always like, I never liked Drake's albums at first. Never, ever, ever. Not ever, never at first listen. But when I when I just sit with it and I give it that time, I think that's what I'll, I I think what I'll, I guess our generation's missing is that because everything's so quick. Everyone wants to have a review. Mm. Everyone wants to have a, you know, a next a next day opinion. So mm. even now, I don't. If you ask me now, who, which one's better, CLB or Donda? I'll know. I can't tell you, bro. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I like, have no idea. To be honest, bro, I feel like I feel like it's unrealistic. That's why I said, like, when I listened to Donda last week, I wasn't impressed, bro. But I I did know that it's gonna take me. It takes me a long time to to consume an album, bro. Mm. Even a couple of months, even. Like I can't make a decision after two weeks or a couple of days. And yeah, and especially some album, albums that are that long. Yeah, and some albums speak, okay, speak to you I'm, quicker. I'm reading some trick. This see the not Pepsi part. This was the sad part of the lyric to me. Um, supermodels and they all sexy. This is where it got sad. Lock the door to the bathroom because they're doing something that is not Pepsi. I'm just pouring up the shots. I remember that I told you I miss you. That was kind of like a mass text. I remember that. I, I remember that I told you I loved you. That was really in the past tense. Remember that I told you I get you. Truth is, I get around. Mentioned mentioned having us a kid. Forty two hit. I tend to kid around. Whoo! There's the darkness. Mm. There's the darkness. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. What, now, then, now, what's what's the name he, of that song? That this is Daddy's home. This is my favorite on the. Puppy's Home. That's my favorite on the album. But Puppy's Home, you see, like the package is a braggadocious. It's a okay, guys. The uh, the king is back. I I son all what? you niggas. It's a braggad. I think he does it. He does that very well. Where he covers it with a braggadocious little blanket. But then the subtext what? of the sm- the small things he says. I, that's what I pay attention yeah. to. But that's what I'm thinking. Is it really intentional? Because at the end of the day, as artists, music is the only way we cope. Like we all, we're all fucking people that make music. We're very, we're highly sensitive people. We're people that really just look for ways to channel what we're feeling. Music is a coping mm-hmm. mechanism for us, you know? So at the end of the day, Drake's music still needs to heal him, you know? 
So whether, yeah, whether sure. he wants to completely hide everything um, from the world, his insecurities, he really can't afford to because uh, because he's an artist at the end of the day, simply because of that, you know, he's going to pour a bit of himself yeah. into it, which makes me question, is it intentional or is it just because he can't help but, but put himself in there? You know, mm. it could be a coping mechanism, bro. It could be that's a subconscious thing. Might not be something that's he's doing on purpose. I think I think the braggadociousness is, is intentional. Maybe the covering up mm. is intentional. You know, like this is a good time. Yeah. I don't want people to feel. It's just like it's just like when people criticize J Cole, or for dropping a conscious verse on Miguel's Hello Stranger. Well, I, I think about you like black kids getting shot in the like streets. Like police killings. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> he's wrong for that one, bro. Nah. Yeah, dog, it's not, it's, it's not necessary, dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I get what you say. But you know what I mean? The crazy thing is, I, I enjoy that verse. Because what's more romantic than truly expressing <laughs> what you're going through? I'm, a nigga like Cole in Pillow Talk, probably all his hoes, he speaks the shit about that stuff to you. You know what I mean? Even before he smashes. Yeah, I think they just you know? took it out of context there, bro. I think it, <laughs> that line was yeah. taken out of context. You, you've, been on my, you've been on my mind like police killings or Kaepernick kneeling. <laughs> Damn, that, on, that's bro. what was on his mind. <laughs> what, Pat, 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 what, hun, what, honey, you telling that to, bro? <laughs> Yo, no. What, unless your bank Pat. account is looking very healthy, I don't think any girl Thanks. is staying around to listen to I, that, bro. Never, I, I'd never tell her, hun, that shit per se, but I kind of felt it. I don't know. It's like he's kind of like, Yo, this yeah. is. This is where my mind state is at. This is me. I'm a conscious dude. And as deep as this is in my conscious, that's where you're at. Mm. But look at it this way. Like maybe like these are things that are heavy on his, on his heart. And maybe these are things he talks to women about. Yeah. But he's just translating it lyrically. Yeah. Like obviously he's not going to say those lines poetically or lyrically to the female like it's gonna be a conversation maybe yeah. that's what he talks about after he smashes and it's yeah, pillow a thing of pillow you know what i'm saying she's trying to she's trying to hear yo girl that coochie is was so good you there like now nah, my man these black kids dying in the street that's what your pussy reminds me of kids like, dying damn. in the street and social justice damn jermaine those rounds are fire yeah it's kind of making me think of those rounds I killed Eric Wright. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's actually quite nothing, a while. Nothing yeah. dries up the coochie faster, bro. But then, but you mm. know Anyways, what? But I, I looked I at those comments. I look at those comments, and and Hans were like, "I love conscious rappers," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." But you know, maybe online that maybe maybe, but I don't know, man. I don't know, but geez. So I think as an artist, like you can't help but like really just every now and again, just you know, yeah, just really I, say what's on your mind. Like, 
because there's only like with certain things like you find that they're even giving us like the tip of the iceberg there's probably so much that you want to say but you just said and the quickest way you can you just summarize your feelings in the no. best way you think it's possible because no, you feel like you sure. can't really actually say everything that you wanted to say because if you did people would probably see you in a different light you know or you could even like mm. risk your career oh, you know sure. what i'm saying so sometimes it's just about those kind of little compromises I, I think that's where Drake let I think that's where Drake let you guys down is that he he's the one guy that's so good at articulating what he's going through on mm. a, on a 4 minute beat. He's so good at that and yeah, I think that's why I can't defend him with that is that the packaging for me let me down. I know he's always going to say something I think is 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 a reflection of his mind state, but Bro, not every production needs, um, um, you know, like the 2021 prod 808s type packaging. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I think, think, I think, mm. I think the production. I think the stuff he's saying is real. I think the production's not lets him down. Honestly, but the bro, same thing that 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 bolsters Donda. I think is what yeah. lets Drake down. Sure. Because sure. Because I think about I think about cuts like um, too much, the classics. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine, uh, too much featuring future. It's a club banger, but he's saying the exact same things, but it's not going <laughs> to translate. <laughs> it's not going to translate at all. Big I'm just fact, thinking yeah. back to Scorpion. Now, for me, Scorpion was a really, I really felt how that man was feeling, and a lot of people didn't like Scorpion, but honestly, Scorpion was peak introspective Drake, bro. Like, for think real. about a track like Emotionless, bro. I, dude, there was a point where I listened emotionless, just like just every day, just like, just geez, like this guy's going. Don't matter something. to me, even. Yeah, yeah. Hey. It was so many. That's what I'm starting to say. He does it so well. He just let us down with this one. Honestly, I'll even say that, bro. Honestly, dog. Guys, honestly. Yeah. guys. Speaking of Scorpion, guys, I've yeah. got a theory about yeah. that track because I really like that track, right? Which and, track? But, bro, don't matter to me. With featuring Michael Jackson. Okay. Mm. Okay. Bro, is that the weekend, bro? <laughs> no, it's not. It sounds like the weekend. You think he can't. You think he can't us. <laughs> bro, listen to that track carefully, bro. You wrote the chat. Listen to the track quickly. <laughs> it was it was oh, a rough, man. it was like a rough take. I think that's what that's what um the Jackson estate was saying. What they didn't like about it. It was like it was a rough take. It wasn't even a finished yeah. thing that he just took. So you saying you saying the weekend put on some white makeup and red and red jackets on and he's like let me get I in swear the down. Even like you know those like little melodies in between the song. Yeah. yeah. Listen to just just go and listen to that track again. I'm telling you. That's Jeez, imagine that's a conspiracy. Theory go and listen of, to that track again. That's a conspiracy theory of the you, you got to put this out on the maintain design design spots uh, sound bites. Like when we take from this part. But that's course. what. That's what people. That's what people's biggest criticism of Thingy Weekend was in his early most early days was that he sounded so much like, like Michael. Michael Jackson. He does sound like Michael. <clears throat> yeah. So imagine. What's we crazy did. about the weekend <laughs> is that yeah. If you listen to like Ethiopian folk music, a lot of them yeah, sound yeah. like that dude. A lot of them are very like high pitched. Mm. And that's uh, yeah. That's where he got his thingy, his inspiration. Yeah, yeah, that's why. So I think it just it's coincidence that he happens to sound like that. Is it called that falsetto? 
happens to sound a bit yeah, like Michael. Yeah. In his culture, there's a lot of music like that. Mm. He just has a Crazy. soft voice. I think it's, it's, not, just, I think it's just a coincidence, you know? Yeah. But that yeah, I feel I mean, that way, but... Back to, back, back to Drake. Back to Drake and Ye, man. Ah, look, I still... I think, I think now that we've, we've delved into this conversation deeper, I, I think we've realized that the home, homie Orbs let us down in this project. Um, you know, we've gone as far as calling it mm. a placeholder. We've gone as far as saying um, that he could have given us more of himself. Mm. Um, you know, We've gone very deep. I've even got another negative thing, bro, about that album is that I don't know where to connect the dots. Like, I just feel like he threw tracks together. Yeah, it feels like a, it feels like a, a mixtape, bro. Certified Lover with yeah. I honestly feel like he had it on his hands. He didn't want to scrap the album because that's not what Drake does. Mm. And he was like, let's just drop it. You know? Once. That's what I honestly. I feel. think he felt pressure to drop it. I think yes, he felt pressure. Yes. To drop it. Why do you think that explains the delay of of January up mm. until now? That part, this project was done a long time ago. The debates were probably about whether they should drop it or not, or scrap the whole mm. thing and take it back to the drawing board. Because Drake has never delayed a project for nine months, G. Never. Drake's always got it figured out. Mm. Every single drop, he's got something to offer you. He never misses. Yeah. He probably... My I boy even Drake, said... I saw Drake tweeting. Drake tweeted this a while. He didn't tweet it, but he said this in an interview. He said to people, he said people are probably going to hate this album. I'm not expecting people to fuck with this project. It's for me. He said that. Bro, shit. you know what my one of my friends said? Yeah. Because um, remember, like the world is kind of going back to normality here and there because we got vaccines now and whatnot. Yeah. But my boy literally had a theory saying like, he has a feeling this album is not going to be so great because Drake needs tours and he needs clubs and he needs people to be out there in order for the like for the album to get to a certain level. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So if he had dropped it in January when everyone is at home, it probably even would have been worse. We would have thought it was worse than it mm. is now. Mm. But there are some songs that he can like push on the radio. That will play in the club, for example, like your two sexies, for example. Those are yeah. songs that can can do rounds in the club, for example. He can get away with it. But had he released songs like that during a time where everyone's at home in a pandemic, I, yeah. I don't know. I just no, feel I, like I, that was my that was my theory as well. That was my theory mm. is that there's no point in dropping Drake type music when it can't it can't have the Drake effect. Um, yeah. which still, which still kind of holds. I think your boy's theory still holds kind of some relevance. But I'm just thinking now, if 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 they were thinking of ways to make it something that it just couldn't be, you know, a theme like that, <coughs> yeah, a theme like certified level boy, you can't di- you can't you can't di- dive too deep into that. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't think that Drake did anything on this tape that he couldn't have done any sleep, bro. Like. Legit, for me, legit. even the the shit with Giveon sounded cool. Like the Chicago freestyle yeah. was hot. Chicago freestyle, Dog, that was shit was hard, so bro. That shit hot. was hard. I was like, oh my, that shit gosh. was hard. Oh my, um, the Dark Lane demo tapes. That shit was dope, bro. You know, um, yeah. 
Yeah, man. Look, Drake is. I don't know. Drake's coming back. I think I'm. 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 I think all theories here are relevant. I think the placeholder theory is relevant. I think they didn't know what to do with this album is relevant. I think COVID is relevant. Mm. Um, I think all, all all these all these theories make sense, bro. To be honest, and uh, dude, I'm just. The exciting project to watch out for is Donda, though, because this that uh, that that pro- yeah that project. <laughs> oh, no, bro! Like <laughs> my bad. So I just came out. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, honestly, bro, Donda is going to move. It's going to move ridiculous. There are twenty-seven listenable songs on that project. It's crazy. It's crazy. <clears throat> like there are cl- there are songs for the club. <laughs> On this joint. There are songs for which you can listen to in the car with your mom. There are yeah. there are introspective chill out with the homies songs. Yeah, yeah. There's songs for every day. But life. you know what I love, bro? You know what I love about music and these conversations? Yeah. Nothing is right or wrong, bro. Everything is a gray area. <laughs> bro, Thanks. honestly. Do you know what I'm saying? It's all opinion based. So there's a person right now out there who thinks CLB is like punishing Donda on every level, in every sense of the word. <laughs> and I can't see. You I know? can't. And then there's somebody else. You see what I'm saying? There's somebody else who thinks Donda's like the best hip hop album ever. Yeah. And you can't tell them that they're wrong. Thanks. You can't tell them that no, they're wrong. Honestly, so, so that's a, why a, I love these conversations because it's, it's all perspective. But I just mm. think you're going to see tangible uh, impacts. Of this Donda project, mm. he's releasing yeah. his first track on radio officially on Monday. Hurricane, it, mm. Hurricane hasn't even touched radio yet, officially. Ah, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be Hurricane's gonna be charting. Bro. That's my favorite bro, from the whole project, to be when, honest. When niggas <laughs> are driving and they hear lightning strikes the beam, eighty <laughs> degrees. Ah, come on, Jeez. Do, you, do you know why? Do you know why I'm having a problem rating this highly as a Kanye problem? It's because I think the same way everyone has expectations of Drake, I have expectations of Kanye. Yeah, you know, I have mm. expectations. That's me too, and, bro. And, That's uh, and me too. Hearing that Andre cut, the Andre three thousand cut, made me even more disappointed in the project because I'm like, Kanye is rapping here, bro. This thing is rapping. I didn't know he could mm. rap like this. Mm. I mean, I, he showed glimpses throughout his career. But I'm like, I thought it was he was done with this. I thought we we're gonna focus more on, on Sonics, but this guy can rap, man. Like he can actually spit. And I'm like, so why he is? He can rap. But you know, but you know, and you know what's mad, so bro? Why is he not doing that? Because he doesn't. You know what's mad, bro? I feel like that could be that. Like if Kanye wanted to, like with that Andre track, like that could have been the standard of his album if he wanted to. He, that's that. But he didn't want to. That's the thing. Yeah. And I think sometimes as Kanye fans, because I prefer a lot of Kanye's older music. I think sometimes we hold him to a standard that is not, I don't want to say it's not realistic, but that's not what he's doing right now. Niggas want my old shit, I mean? buy my old albums. Say that's that, but he's it's, a different place. With, it's the same chat with both artists, I feel, because every, I think Kanye, like, like Pat said in the beginning, Kanye, it's always, it's always been Kanye versus Kanye. Mm. Can mm. Kanye top his loss? Same thing with Drake. It's never been, can, can Drake do better than J. Cole? Of course. Number of course, numbers wise. So yeah, it's like with yeah. both of them, it's like we we especially when we were we got these guys when we were teenagers, like back when mm. music was the was drugs, you mm. know. Yeah, true. 
So now to <laughs> True. to to look back into look when back when that music gave you goosebumps, it's it's very yeah. difficult for me to now like to rate them. That's why I'm like I can't even give an opinion. I can I I can't say they both mid. I can't say they both great. I can't choose one over the other. I think yeah. it's 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 great artists and and are the greatest of our generations busy coming up and giving us music and we should be grateful to even be yeah, you know other niggas other niggas, debates, other niggas just fade off i love wayne wade yeah. faded off i know i think he went to jail i don't know what happened to wade nah, but he wayne. faded off a lot of our wayne, a lot of our goats faded off you know what i mean like you you can't say that but mm. especially if you are i'm i am a Kanye fan and i am a drake fan and i'm so happy that i got this and i know i don't like the albums now but i know in like six months later i'm gonna be singing with way too sexy <laughs> at the gym working <laughs> out you're gonna be we you're gonna be with me in the club and we're gonna be going off the gray 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 you know what i mean and there's there's that's what i'm saying with both with both projects there's there's places and there's times and there's you know i'm not gonna want to at 2 8 2 a.m in the morning i'm just chilling in bed i might put on a dawn i just want to listen to some music you know when i'm in the car i might just put in some some clb there's 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 places for both yeah. of these projects. All I know is there's no one coming close to them this year. 